make it. I'm gonna make it. Come on. We're gonna make it through everything. Yes, he is. Amen. Come on. Come on. God needs you. God needs you today. Come on. Sing it with us. gentlemen thank you very much for being here today it is episode number 129 excuse me i had to have my headphones on because i had to hear that song he won't fail he's never failed he's always been the same as he's always been and he always will be the head of the family the father the son and the holy spirit the first family the real first family and he's the head of it and he's never failed and he's never had an argument He's never had a dysfunctional family. He's never had abuse. He's never had yelling. He's never had screaming at his son or the Holy Spirit. And in turn, the Holy Spirit and the son has never screamed at him. There's never been an ounce of dysfunction in God's family where he sits at the head of the table. And we are 129 episodes in. That was Firm Foundation. He won't featuring Chandler Moore and Cody Carnes. And that was at the Maverick City Music. Hall. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for show uh, for showing up this morning. We've got uh, roughly 800 people watching at eight minutes in. That's 100 people a minute, and that's because of your shares. So, if you could please take this link, or if you're watching on your phone app, just do a quick share from there and share it to your other social media platforms. It takes a couple minutes, and it's done, and we don't have to ask again. And make sure you rumble the video as well. I want to say happy Father's Day yesterday to everybody who, uh, who did not get to come in and join in on the Faith and Family movie, which the movie was chosen by love. We had to switch it up for a couple reasons, but it ended up being a better movie for the day anyway. Since God chose to love us, we picked a movie called Chosen by Love about foster kids. So if you were a foster kid, or maybe your brother and sister were a foster child into your family, or maybe you're foster parenting right now, then you definitely should go check that out. Chosen by Love Yesterday. Great movie, great message, and we're starting off today with another great message. I titled today's show Grasping at the Wind because that's what you're doing without Jesus. You're grasping at the wind. You have no hope. You have no chance. Anything that you ever think that you want, anything that you ever think that you will achieve will all be fake, Will all be, and, and not only be fake, will be temporary because you did not get it with the help of God. You're living a meaningless, pointless life if you do not have Jesus in your life. Now, somebody say, well, that's, that's kind of crappy for you to say, Jeremy. 
I'm a parent. I have children. I'm a success. I mean, a, uh, I'm a productive member of society. I pay my taxes. I do everything that I'm supposed to do. Okay, great. And you're going to die. And when you die, somebody else is going to pick up the mantle and continue on with whatever house that you built, with whatever land that you sowed, and with whatever money that you left behind. Doesn't matter. It is a temporary time in your existence. Now, you have to remember something, ladies and gentlemen. You are eternal. Your soul is eternal. Your body isn't. Your soul is. What are you going to do with that eternity? And why are you so worried about the split second of eternity that you're here on this earth? Without Jesus, nothing matters. It's that simple. Islam doesn't matter. Buddhism doesn't matter. Your work doesn't matter. Your own children do not matter in the eternal perspective or the eternal scope of things. Now, that's not saying they don't matter here. That's not saying that your job and all that doesn't matter here. It does. But where do you put most of your focus? You put most of your focus on all of that. We put, as humans, put most of our focus on what we're going to do during retirement. How we're going to get through this or that. Are we going to have a bank account that has money in it? Are we going to have the, you know, are we going to eat and travel? Why are we worried about that when you may not even be here in the next minute? I may be dead before the show is over. I could pass out and die right here before Rise Up is even over. Then what? Then what? We need to start focusing, folks. We need to start focusing on eternal rather than temporal. And today we're going to talk a little bit about that. It's Philly Kid's birthday today. You know the drill, Philly Kid, and you know how to get a present. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Philly Kid. Happy birthday to you 900 people watching here i'd also like to um before we get into things today i'd like to read a nice card that we got from miss mocha powered who watches every day says jeremy and sabrina we've been wanting to send these bibles and devotionals to you for such a long time i used to teach good news club at my son's elementary school for about five years and we would collect them all various garage sales to give to the kids. Now he's in high school and we no longer teach. We would love for you to to share. We would love for you to share. Thank you for what you do every day. Rise Up is my very favorite show. Mine too, Miss Mocha Powered. But your truth news mean the world to our family. Thank you. God bless you. Sean, Lori, Wyatt Gibson, a.k.a. Mocha Powered and Miss Mocha Powered. Well, thank you. I've had that for quite some time, but I just wanted to read it today because I don't think I ever read it to the uh, LFA family. And another thing that you guys may want to know is we are now over $45,000 from money going out from the Slurp Fund this year. Now, I will say that 13000 of that went to Ben Berkwam and Oscar Blue, but it doesn't matter who it goes to. It just matters that we were able to take a group of people at God's will and be like the conduit to be able to help people get this money and get this stuff. And that's being a good steward of the word of God and being a good steward of the money that God provides for us, even if we don't have enough of it. Many hands make light work, and it's truly amazing. Chris says, if you believe in forever, life is just a one-night stand. 
It's a great way to put it. Weird, but definitely a great way to put it. And it definitely is. I want to go right to the Lord in prayer as we're 15 minutes past the hour. And I'm going to, um, I'm actually going to read the verse of the day because the verse of the day is rather long today, which is why there was no, you know, my explanation because the verse of the day is so long, it's self-explanatory. So we're going to get into that uh, today after we go to the Lord in prayer. So let's do that now. And we are almost a thousand people watching. The rest falls on you guys. Here we go. In the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, we humble ourselves and come and fall before the throne to give you thanksgiving and praise and to show how humble we are for the, the life that you give us every single day, the trials that you bring us through every single day, the blessings that you bestow upon us, our friends, and our family every single day, but really the wisdom and the knowledge that you give us from the Bible, from the Word. Lord, we know that our human nature is so is so finite and our time here on this earth is so finite but yet it seems to be what dominates our thoughts and desires are the temporal finite things that are only but a blip of our existence lord help us determine today what we should keep our focus on how we keep our focus on it and help us stay focused on the eternal greatness of god rather than the temporal evil of this world. Lord, we also pray for healing and restoration. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, folks, there's another uh, prayer that I wanted to play for you that's not my prayer. It's a different prayer. And I heard this this morning, and I said, you know what? I think our family needs to hear this today. So let's go ahead and play that now. Please, if you'd like, bow your heads. And let's go to the Lord again in this prayer. Father, I come before you today to pray against the evil plans of the enemy. Your word says that we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Lord, I ask that you cancel every evil plan of the enemy that is designed to harm me or those around me. I pray that you would expose every scheme, plot, and plan that the enemy has set in motion. May every assignment of the enemy against me and my loved ones be nullified and rendered powerless in the name of Jesus. I ask that you surround me with your protection and that you send your angels to watch over me and my loved ones. Let your light shine in the darkness and reveal every hidden thing. I pray that you would grant me wisdom and discernment to recognize and avoid the traps of the enemy. Lord, I thank you that you are greater than any evil force that may come against me. Your word says that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I declare that every tongue that rises against me in judgment shall be condemned. I trust in your unfailing love and your perfect plan for my life. Thank you for hearing my prayer and for your faithfulness to protect and provide for me. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. What a prayer. What a prayer. I heard that this morning while drinking coffee and I thought to myself, I need to play that for people today. Because while we pray, obviously, here every day, all day, uh, it's nice to get uh, a prayer from somebody else once in a while. Um, So what I'm going to do 
And I haven't figured out, you know, I've told you guys I'm going to do a lot of things that I never actually have gotten to yet as it, concern, as it pertains to uh, uh, Live from America and procedures and things that we do here. But what I would like to do someday is I would like to have you guys send me your audio prayers. Testimonies will come someday as well. But I'd like you guys to send audio prayers, and I'd like to play an audio prayer from our LFA family members once in a while. I think we should do that. I think it's important that we do that. And uh, again, <laughs> once I'm able to acquire more help here, uh, we'll be able to do a lot of the things that we've always wanted to do. Um, things that we've not gotten to yet, things that we've not forgotten, but just things we've not gotten to yet. So, uh, and Bisbee is asking for prayers for their sister who's in surgery right now having a hip replacement. So if you guys can please pray for Bisbee, Fam, Fours, sister, that would be wonderful. Um, let's go right to, now we've got over a thousand people watching. Thank you for being here. I want to go right to the, um, right to the verse of the day today, which I titled grasping at the wind and it's going to be quite lengthy but please 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 bear with me as we read through this because it's definitely I needed to hear this today and I think some of you might need to hear this today actually I know some of you might need to hear this today or God would not have directed me to this verse so let's get to it happy Monday morning I pray that you all had a wonderful weekend and a fun-filled Father's Day. I had a recharge this weekend, and I feel absolutely alive for the Lord. Today we're going to be talking about grasping at the wind and how much time we waste doing it as humans. It's in our nature, and we must identify it and rid ourselves of it today. Verses of the day today are going to come from Ecclesiastes. 2, 1 through 26. It's a lot. 2, 1 through 26. I said in my heart, Come now, I will test you with mirth. Therefore, enjoy pleasure. But surely this was also vanity. I said of laughter, madness, and of mirth, What does it accomplish? I searched my heart how to gratify my flesh with wine while guiding my heart with wisdom and how to lay hold on folly till I might see what was good for the sons of men to do under heaven all days of their lives. So what he's explaining here is that he tried to see how he could have all the pleasures of man and all the pleasures of earth but still remain godly and heavenly with heavenly wisdom at the same time. This whole verse, all these verses that I'm about to read you is how you can have your cake and eat it too. Or can you? Let's move on. I made my works great. I built myself houses. I planted myself vineyards. I made myself gardens and orchards. I planted all kinds of fruit trees in them. I made myself water pools from which, from which to water the growing trees of the grove. I acquired male and female servants, and I had servants even born in my house. Yes, I had greater possessions of herds and flocks than all who were in Jerusalem before me. 
I also gathered for myself silver and gold and the special treasures of kings and the provinces and of the provinces. I acquired male and female singers, the delights of the sons of men and musical instruments of all kinds. So I became great and I excelled more than all who were before me in Jerusalem. Also, my wisdom remained with me. So far, so good, right? Looking amazing. You've got all your wisdom. You've acquired everything under the sun. You've, got, you've put yourself up on a pedestal higher than anyone else in Jerusalem. And you've kept your wisdom. It sounds like everything is going according to plan. Whatsoever my eyes desired, I did not keep from them. Wow. I did not withhold my heart from any pleasures. For my heart rejoiced in all my labor. And this was my reward from all my labor. And then I looked on all the works that my hands had done and all the labor in which I had toiled. And indeed, all was vanity and grasping for the wind. There was no profit under the sun. Things don't seem to be going so good now, do they? Let's move on. And then I turned myself to consider wisdom and madness and folly. For what can the man do who succeeds the king? Ken, this is coming from Ecclesiastes 2, 1 through 26. Only what he has already done. Then I saw the wisdom excels folly, and light excels darkness. The wise man's eyes are in his head, but the fool walks in darkness. Yet I myself perceived that the same event happens to them all. So I said in my heart, as it happens to the fool, it also happens to me. And why was I then more wise? Then I said in my heart, this is also vanity. For there is no more remembrance of the wise than of the fool forever. Since all that now is will be forgotten in the days to come. And how does the wise man die as the fool? And how does the wise man die as the fool? So basically up to this point. He has gathered everything under the sun. He has kept no pleasure from himself. Anything that his eye saw, he kept. He thought he could do it all and still remain godly and still remain wise and still remain righteous. And he's starting to realize that that's just simply not the case. He then goes on to say this. He went from all of that to what he's about to say next. Therefore, I hated life because the work that was done under the sun was distressing to me for all is vanity and grasping for the wind. Then he says, and then I hated all my labor in which I had toiled under the sun because I must leave it to the man who will come after me. Whoa. What does he say? I must leave it to the man who who will come after me, meaning that no matter what you do, it is over. You're going to die. 
on this earth and nothing that you have done outside of the will of God himself will be remembered or revered ever. Wow. For there is a man whose labor is with wisdom, knowledge, and skill. Ye must leave his heritage to a man who has not labored for it at all. This is also vanity and a great evil. For what has man for all his labor and for the striving of his heart in which he has toiled under the sun? For all his days are sorrowful and his work burdensome, even in the night. His heart takes no rest. This is also vanity. Nothing is better for a man than that he should eat and drink and that his soul should enjoy good in his labor. This also I saw was from the hand of God. For who can eat or who can have enjoyment more than I? For God gives wisdom and knowledge and joy to a man who is good in his sight. But to the sinner, he gives the work of gathering and collecting that he may give to him who is good before God. This, is also, this also is vanity and grasping for the wind. Ecclesiastes 2, 1 through 26. That, ladies and gentlemen... Deserves a sip of coffee. So what are we talking about here? What are we saying in that very long scripture that I just read? What is the moral of the story? What is the wisdom that is to be obtained from what I just read? Well, I'll tell you. It means that everything you do outside of the will and the goodness and the greatness of God and spreading the gospel and trying to further his kingdom is is temporary and grasping at the wind. If that is your constant heart, desire, and focus, when your constant heart, desire, and focus should be on God and on the will of God, and on Jesus Christ, we are all guilty of trying to make sure that we set up perfectly for our retirement, perfectly for our days of old, perfectly for our children so they have everything that we never had. And in turn, what happens? You're displeased. I'm going to tell you something. This is the perfect example. And it almost brings tears to my eyes to think that we failed at what we tried to do. My wife and I have failed with our children. What do I mean by that? We spent every waking moment of our parenthood trying to make sure that our children did not have the same trials and tribulations as we did. We did everything we could to shield them from every bad thing that could ever happen to them and to give them lives that we only dreamed of having as children just to set them up for failure. Because we never let them go through those things, because we never let them walk through darkness, giving them tools rather than fixing their problems for them, 
They are now today completely clueless on how to have any kind of comprehension skills to get themselves through anything at all. We did that. We failed. We're trying not to fail now. We're trying to give them the tools that they need and the weapons that they need to fight off the devil now, but we failed them for most of their childhood lives. And that hurts to say. That hurts to say, especially when you know that you are miles above your parents as a parent. I am far better of a parent than my parents were to me, or so I thought. Or so I thought. We tried to play God. We tried to put him in a bubble so that we could protect them from worldly things that they needed to experience in order for them to grow spiritually. How could we have failed them? But that's a great analogy to what I'm talking about in your life. The more time you spend trying to control the outcome of a day that's not even promised to you to begin with, what are you doing? Why are you even doing it? It's a waste of time. Just like it was a waste of time for my wife and I to put our children first and not our relationship as one flesh married under God. How many mistakes did we make? Bisbee, no, we were not wa- we were not walking alongside Jesus at that point. But even since we have been walking alongside Jesus, we're still guilty of this every day. Do you know how much I am trying to make this business be long-lasting, LFA, LFA Media Company, trying to make it be long-lasting. I'm trying to set up for the future. I'm trying to make it so that, so that, so that this, this business that we've created lasts for a long time. I'm trying to set my children up for the future. I'm trying to set me and my wife up for the future. Why? I don't even know if I'm going to be here. I don't even know if I'm going to be here tomorrow. So what am I doing? We're grasping at the wind. We're grasping at the wind instead of grasping for our Bibles. And we do it because of human nature. It's not an excuse. It's a PSA. How could we have made so many mistakes. How do we continue to make the same mistake over and over again? I thought that was the definition of insanity.
Producer Eli just gave me a message that said, prayers for TJ1462 in the final stage of COPD and not doing well. I understand COPD. My mother has it as well. Hopefully you got yourself an Enviro cleanse. If not, maybe we can find out a way to get you an Enviro cleanse. I don't know what the last stages of COPD means. I don't know if that means death or if that just means that you're going to have to live the rest of your life out hardly getting any air. I'm not sure. I'm not that well-versed in COPD. But what I do know is that I could never imagine grasping at breath. I've not had that happen yet. TJ is a female. Okay, Terry, thank you. We'll be praying for you. You can bet your bottom dollar we'll be praying. I think today we need a... uh, I think today we need a turnaround or at least a shift. Mary I.M. says, I will gladly help TJ get an Enviro cleanse. So will I. So will I. Matter of fact, TJ, if you just send us your address, we'll buy one out of the Slurp Fund and send it to you. How about that? TJ says it means death. TJ, do you know how, well, with God, all things are possible. So I don't want to say, you know, that you have, a, that you have an ex- expiration date. If God doesn't will it, God doesn't will it. But how long does that usually give you? I would imagine it doesn't give you a long time. We need a, we need a shift and we, need, and we need God to work miracles for us right now. God is still working miracles, folks. He's still working miracles out there. We just need to embrace them and know that they exist and pray for them. You know, it's... I just want to make sure that the time that we do have left, TJ, myself, anybody, let's make sure we're doing right with it. That doesn't mean we're not going to do any wrong. But let's make sure we're doing right with it. Let's make sure our heart's desire is to do right with the life that we've been given. And how do we do that? Well, first of all, we stop grasping at the wind. We start grasping at God. We start grasping at the gospel. In some cases, those godly brothers and sisters who don't have much time left on this earth, boy, do I envy where they're going. Do I envy where they're going. TJ, this is for you. Let's pull this up on the screen. There we go. TJ, this is for you. We love you. I want you to listen very closely, okay? In this rope, okay, pretend this rope just goes on forever. Now imagine that this rope is a timeline of your existence. You just exist forever. You see this red part? 
this would represent your time on earth. You've got a few short years here on earth, and then you've got all of eternity somewhere else. This is your existence. And what blows me away is some of you, all you think about is this red part. It's all you think about. You're consumed with this. You go, oh man, I can't wait till here. You know, I'm going to work hard. I'm going to save, save, save so I can really enjoy this part right here. And you're consumed with that. And you're thinking, oh man, am I going to get to travel? Am I going to eat well? Am I going to do this during this part? And I'm like, are you kidding me? this what about that what about all this stuff that's just it's crazy to me because because the bible teaches that what i do during this little red part determines how i'm going to exist for millions and millions and millions of years forever and and so why would i spend this little red part trying to make myself as comfortable as possible enjoying myself as much as I can. Paul says, look, I'm going to live my life for this mission. I'm going to spend my life, invest my life for this moment when I cross that finish line. See, I'm going to forget about all this stuff I could enjoy and I'm not going to look around. I'm going to be like a runner just looking at that moment when I face God because when I face Him, then I don't get this chance over again. We get one chance at this life on earth and it can end at any second for any of us. We've got one chance at this and then comes eternity. And I'm not going to be fooled. I'm not going to spend my life down here. See, people look at some of my decisions and go, oh, you're so stupid because that's going to really affect this. I go, no, you're stupid, because it's going to affect all of this. Man, I, I, I'm serious. Imagine this rope. Okay, pretend. So, TJ brought me to tears here this morning. Not because I'm sad for TJ. But because I know where she's going. When that day does come. And, and, and again... We could, I could be gone. We could all be gone before TJ's even gone. It's God's will. It's God's timing. It's God's. It's God's decision when that happens. But can I ask you, in that little red part of that rope, can we make the most of it? Can we? And that doesn't mean putting your children first. And it doesn't mean getting further in your career, having all the money in the savings or having land or any of that. None of it. It means you and your one flesh partner under God doing God's will and spreading the message, spreading the gospel and doing as Jesus did on this earth with everybody you come in contact to, and I'm guilty of not doing that either. Let's make the most of it. There's a reason why every morning here on Rise Up there's... 12 to 1500 people out of our entire audience watching. Ivanisar says, Jess, Jeremy, the red part is the time that we get to spread the word of God today. Tomorrow starts now. Tomorrow starts today. I have a song called that. One of, the, one of the songs I'm most proud of that I ever wrote, except I used the Lord's name in vain in it. So it kind of ruined the whole song. 
It was actually even before God. Before, I mean, not before God. Before me realizing that God was in my life. TJ says, I'm breathing hard today. It's awful. Lord and Heavenly Father, we pray. We pray that it, in Jesus' name that if it is your will to help TJ, even with a day of breathing a little bit easier, we pray that you can make that a reality today. We know that with Christ all things are possible, Lord, and we ask that you please give TJ some relief in her breathing. Breathe air into her lungs, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Redo the song without bad words. It's a good idea. Problem was I was with two other people at that time and uh, there's no possibility of being able to redo the song with them in it. Although I could redo the song with like somebody else, maybe Dave Bray or something like that. Let me see if... uh... (laughs) Why not, right? Why not? Give me a second here, folks. I'm going to bring this up for you. (laughs) Oh, wow. All right. Give me one second here. Let's uh, skip the ad. I I, I just wanted to play you a little bit of the song. Nobody's ever heard it before. Christ in my life. Hold on. I want to get to the chorus. I want to get to the chorus. come up in the next verse and I'm going to try to get the I'm not going to try to play this <laughs> the Lord's name in vain but if you got something to prove take a hold on in the sorrow but the sky is not the limit can you imagine if today was tomorrow and all you had was the pain and the sorrow of a decision that you made from the start though you didn't even really care whose heart broke why if you got something to prove, take a look in the mirror and start with you. Better stop all the hearing that you fear be true. Better start focusing on being you. Cause in the beginning it was you and God. 
Big things so hard. Yeah. I am probably taking things way too far. My plan is to get us back to the moon in one piece. Peace to the people that being so negative. Peace, peace to the people that giving no relevance. Peace. Give a peace to a puzzle you cannot configure it. Peace to being subtle, cause y'all just too ignorant to make a track that'll last through time and take it back, Michael Jackson vibing. Bob Polly had everybody vibing. Biggie and Pac got everybody rhyming. Damn, never thought of it like that. The one thing we all have in common to fight back the man. Almost it's done. a musical note with no guns, no bombs, so I'm choosing to smoke. You never gonna play me. I ain't gotta tell you we real world. We real world. Keep in mind that some people say they This is my favorite part right here. Here we go. Yesterday was so far away. Not as far as tomorrow's tomorrow. Let's forget about the things we say. Let's just worry about today. Don't let it slip away. tomorrow's tomorrow what a weird eli you remember those days right eli made that cover right there eli made the cover of that album that's how long me and eli have been working together since way back like four flats on a cadillac so that's the song tomorrow's tomorrow it basically means don't worry about yesterday don't worry about tomorrow live the day for today god was speaking through me back then and I ended up using the lord's name in vain in that in that song Oh, but I think it's time to redo it, Eli. I think maybe it is time to redo it. Maybe get, maybe get, um, maybe get uh, Dave Bray USA in there and have him sing that. So when I told you I was in the music business before, <laughs> before this, that's what I did. And, uh, you know, I hope you enjoyed that little trip down memory lane because it had nothing to do with the, with the, uh, with the show today. But I was just talking about it, and I thought maybe some of you would like to see what I did before doing this. Um, and again, Jesus was always my cellmate. Jesus was always my cellmate. Eli can sing it? No, he can't. Eli can sing, but he couldn't sing that. Eli's more of a, um, he's more of an 80s, 90s rock singer. He doesn't do bad at R&B, though. He's done some good R&B songs. Um... And the rapper singing Target song, he could join you too. You talking about 4G? Yeah, 4G's, 4G's pretty good. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Mocha Powered. I appreciate that. All right, let's, let's get into one-minute prayer for dads, huh? A safe man from Ephesians 5.11. Let's read that now. A safe man. Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead... Expose them. We live in dangerous times for our children. Some men take advantage, 
of them or other innocents. The reputation of manhood itself suffers with reports of yet another man who has violated a child or a woman. I agree. We can help change the reputation of men by vowing in all ways and in all situations to be safe men. Men and dads who will not, comp- who will not only not violate another person, but who will act as defenders of those preyed upon by evil men. Remember what I said. I've been saying it for the last two weeks, guys. Right? Evil only triumphs when good men stand by and do nothing. And, 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 and I'm emphasizing the word men on that. Heavenly Father, give me eyes to see the needed. Excuse me. Heavenly Father, give me eyes to see the need to protect and defend innocence. May those who know me consider me to be a man they can count on, a trustworthy man who is a safe man. I pray that your Holy Spirit will empower me to speak up, step up, and man up. Whoa! Whoa! I hadn't read this before the show today. That, blew, that just blew my mind. That just blew my mind. I pray that your Holy Spirit will empower me to speak up, step up, and man up to stop abuse and violence against women and children. Help me model Christian manhood for my children and their friends. Show me how to enlist other men to be safe men, men who love you and love your people. Raise up a generation of true men, strong-spirited soul and body men. Whoo. Men, godly men. That's what we need right now. Godly men to stand up, speak up, man up, step up. I love that. I absolutely love that. Powerful. Powerful. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, before we get to the next uh, portion here on Rise Up, let me ask you, how many of you got to see Trumpet Daily Saturday here on LFA TV? Actually, actually, how many of you got to see the new show that you didn't even know was coming yesterday, Key of David? I'll tell you what, I listened to Key of David yesterday while driving back to the studio from the golf course to do the Faith and Family movie night, which was chosen by love, and I was impressed by that. Blew my mind. What a strong sermon. From the key of David. But also. Trumpet Daily. Saturday. The man behind the wannabe dictator. What a show that was. What a show that was. And you don't have to wait till Saturdays on LFA TV to watch. Stephen Flurry and Trumpet Daily. It happens every day. And all you have to do is go follow them on Rumble. Follow their Rumble page. I definitely suggest doing that, but also subscribe to their email and follow them there and sign up for free publication, ladies and gentlemen, trumpet.com or trumpetdaily.com, thetrumpet.com or trumpetdaily.com. What a wonderful show. What a wonderful show. Definitely should watch it. Uh, As we're approaching 1,400 people, let's go and read from God Moments for Men. Yes, we did not play nefarious for a couple of reasons why. If you watched the show yesterday, you'll see why. Let's think long-term here, right? Well, I j- Jeremy, I thought you just told us not to think long-term. Uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. I did not say that. I said stop worrying and thinking long-term about temporal things. Worry and think about, don't worry, but think about and get ready and push forward the kingdom of God, which is eternal, which you should be doing every day. Think long-term. Philippians 2, 3, and 4. 
Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. We just talked about vanity, right? Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves. How many of you can say that you do that? Do you value others over yourselves? It's a simple question. And if you feel like the answer is no, then you have just convicted yourself and you know what to do. You don't have to put it in the chat. I would, but you don't have to. I met Elmo when I brought a potential buyer to see his house. The property line is just over that ridge, he pointed out. How'd you manage to get the best lot of the bunch, I asked. Elmo smiled. Not the Elmo of Sesame Street, folks. He says, I'll bet I pulled 300 trees back there, back here, and about that many in the front. Sure makes a difference. Pointing out 25 saplings, even spaced along the fence that lined the side of his property, he added. I got all these planted last week. 20 more and I'll be finished. I was impressed that this man of 85 years was so hardy. But what rocked my world was how invigorated he was to be planting trees he would never, ever see. I think you know where this is going. In a culture obsessed with shortcuts to instant success, money, and happiness, and more, personally, in a heart as cluttered with self-absorption as mine, I'm thankful to have met a renegade named Elmo, an unheralded general in a revolution of under-the-radar labors of love, solely for the benefit of future belonging entirely to somebody else. He was planting things that he would not see here on earth. He was planting things that he would not use. Jeremy, you have verses for dads and men. What about us women? I think we need prayers for moms. I think you do too. Unfortunately, I do not have a book that I personally, in my personal journey with Jesus, read about mothers because I'm a father. And again, this is my personal journey with Jesus that you are privy to here in a public manner. So that is why I don't have much stuff dealing with women or mothers because I am none of each. But that's why. I'm not saying that they don't exist or that you shouldn't have them. I'm just saying you ask why I don't have them. That's why. That's why. But again, Elmo was planting trees that he would not use. Elmo was planting trees that he would not personally benefit from in his temporal life here on earth. Elmo was planting trees for a future generation that he would never even know. That, ladies and gentlemen, that is what we're to do as Christians. Me, Suzanne, and Victoria, we need verses for moms. I bet you if I Google it, there is a book that says... One minute prayer for moms too. I don't know. Oh, there it is. There it is. GR Messick just said there's a one minute book prayer book for moms. There you go. Maybe if we get, maybe if somebody sends that to me, we'll read both in a day. I think that'd be cool. I just have never had it because I'm not a mom. That's all. (laughs) And I know what a woman is and I'm not that. Eli, are you a woman? First of all, you got to know what a woman is. He says he's not a woman though. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to wrap it up for Rise Up today. I really do appreciate you guys joining me uh, for this show so early in the morning when you definitely don't have to. Some of you are getting up very early. 
And I just want to say thank you. I really appreciate you guys uh, being able to chop it up with me every day, talk, you know, go through tears and cries with me. It's, it's, it's important. I think it's important that we all do that together. So I'm going to bring you out the same way I brought you in with some good music. And then LFA TV continues with the next stream, which you'll have to jump out and jump into the next one. It's called Ungoverned. And it's hosted by a great man named Sean Farish, who I think sometimes I can't even tell if it's him or President Trump talking. Anyway, folks, thank you for being here on this episode of 129 Rise Up. I love you. God bless you. And I'll see you at 11 for Live from America. Enjoy the music on your way out. Rumble on your way out. And make sure you tune in to Sean Farish and Ungoverned coming up next. God bless you guys. Thank you all. See you at 11. Come on, sing it.